Thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcast. Before we start this episode, check out this ad. It's your boy, Jose, from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely, lovely, lovely week? For us South Florida people, it ain't going to be lovely in a little bit. Got that little hurricane coming. A hurricane, a little tropical storm should be coming in as a hurricane, uh, Nicole. Uh, but, you know, talk about hurricanes. Wait, wait, wait. There was a big game this past weekend. There was a big game. Yes, the FSU Seminoles and the University of Miami Hurricanes did play this weekend. And you know me, I'm an FSU fan, so I just have to do this real quick one time. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, I just want to say, look, for all you Miami fans, I know that you're hating life right now. Yeah, you guys, uh, some of you guys expected the loss. Um, you guys are, the Canes are doing, really not doing well this uh, this season. And it's, and it's, I mean, I kind of sympathize <laughs> because we were in this same predicament Last year, um, this uh, talking about the Seminoles, we were in the same predicament as last year. And look, Miami is going through, I would say, a rough patch right now. Uh, Mario Cristobal, look, when you have a new coach, you got to give them at least three years. You got three years to turn the program because the first year, the first year, it's not their players. Second year, that's when you start hitting the recruiting trail, trying to get as much recruits or, or a transfer portal as as you see uh, in um, these past uh, several years. The transfer portal is doing wonders. It has done wonders for uh, the Florida State Seminoles um, because the fact that most of our offensive line came through the transfer portal. Um our top wide receivers come to the tra- transfer porter, um, transfer portal. Um, so it's it's it is it is it is a, a sight to see because look, you know the biggest rivalry, and I gotta say this rivalry for FSU UM has to be in like the top five in you know in college rivalries. And, you know some people have. It is, you know, number one, yeah, depending on where you're from. Some people, you know, if you're from the South and stuff like that, you're going to say FSU, UM. If you're on the West Coast, you're going to say, you know, USC and whoever their rivals are. Um, but, you know, to, to me, this is the biggest rival. And I've been hearing it, you know, last year we were not supposed to win and we came out with the win. And, you know, this year Miami was riding way, way high. Oh, Van Dyke's going to take us and and so on and so forth. And it just hasn't, they haven't gotten done. And look, you know, I got a shout out to the FSU team because look, it was a dominant performance. 45 to three. Okay. 45 to three. And I've never seen this dominant performance from an FSU team as a, as a whole. Um, you know, Jordan Travis did, just had a pass for 12. 12, 12 attempts, all right, and just missed two of them. So he was, uh, what was it, 10 for 12 for 202 yards with three TDs. Um, we dominated the run game. Benson, 15 yards for 128. It is crazy how we just dominated that game. And years past, you know, we have seen big scores from these games. But, you know, it, it, it got 
out of hand in the third or fourth quarter. This thing got out of hand quickly. And when I mean quickly, it got out quickly. You can even see some of the fans leave right right before halftime because they knew what was up. And I thank you guys are viewing uh, right now. Please, you know, shout out in the comments section. I'll put your comments if it's uh, – if it's appropriate enough, I'll put your comments up. Uh, you know, when you guys just type in the comments, it'll, it'll show up on the screen. But thank you for guys tuning in. But again, it was a great, great, uh, great game by the Seminoles. It was my birthday weekend, so it it, it just capped it off on a great, great win, man. Because look, to 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 be honest with you, like I I didn't have a doubt. I thought it was going to be a very close game, but. Once and I, I kind of wanted the close game because you know something to talk about. But once the game got on, I was like, "No, keep on pouring on them, keep on pouring on them, keep on pouring on them." And that's what we did. Um, so shout out to the FSU Seminoles. So I, I don't know where you know I'm trying to see uh, what's going to happen. Where where's my, my Miami fans? I mean, uh, Miami, my the University of Miami fans are used to be talking crap. You know, being at the game. That game was a seminal takeover. Like I, I feel, and and it's you, the funny thing was that on University of Miami's Instagram page, they went on to say, "Oh, it's a sold out crowd." First of all, it wasn't sold out, okay, because there's plenty of tickets to get at the last second. If you had shout out to uh, the Game Time app, uh, Vivid Seats, and 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 so on and so forth, so it wasn't sold out. If you if you want to technically say yes, it was sold out, okay whatever floats your boat. All right. But there was a lot of Seminoles fans and this, this what's like, this what hurts me because, you know, I am from Miami and this is where people talk about Miami fans, not coming out to show up, uh, you know, showing up and showing out. This is their perfect opportunity. It's a rivalry game. You never know what's going to happen. Look at Tallahassee last year. We didn't think we're going to, you know, we thought we're going to keep the game close, but look, you guys had the better team. And look what happened. We had our home crowd behind us and we pulled off the win. That's it didn't happen like that this 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 time around. It was mostly I, I would say a good 40% of that crowd was FSU fans, and everything else was you know UM fans, and those UM fans again left in uh right before halftime. Some you know, some stayed faced and, and watched the whole game, but not a lot. Um, so that's why I think it was just basically it was Knowles Nation in Hard Rock. So it was it was a takeover at Hard Rock Stadium stadium. But again, shout out to the 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 Knowles. If again, if you are checking us out, please check us out on if you're checking us out on uh YouTube, YouTube Live, uh Facebook Live, Twitch Live. Don't forget to check us out on our Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google. We have a lot of uh, episodes. That um that if you haven't seen them, go check them out. It's, it's some good content. We do have our, our my co-host JC when he does have some time to uh, uh do some uh, podcasts. We do have other people like Danny Radis did chime in on one podcast, did an excellent job. So anytime you guys want to come on, hey, and look, if you guys want to come on this podcast and vent out some frustration, hey, I am willing to have you on. Hit me up on my DMs. Hit me up on the phone lines. Go ahead. Let's let's make this interactive. Um, but the next thing I want to talk about, we're gonna you know transition to uh, the NFL because 
there is it's it's interesting um and we're not you know cowboys had to buy so we're not really talking about the cowboys we're talking about basically the afc east okay the afc east is i think up for grabs now the the favorite buffalo bills were supposed to go ahead and go off and you know with without a shadow of a doubt win the afc east by flying colors but to me, it, it doesn't look like that. Okay. To me, it's kind of bringing it back. Oh, wait, one more, one more thing before. Wait, just for my, my, uh, for my, uh, UM fans. Uh, I forgot to show you this. Let me, uh, I, I knew it was out of hand real quick. Oof. Oh, I, yeah. I, sorry, I had to go back to that because I had it queued up and I forgot about. I, I forgot to uh, to show you guys, but um, yeah, that's I, that's when I knew it was game when that when when that uh, pass hit. Oh, I knew it was a long day for the Canes. But go, let's go. Let's go back and and transfer back to the um, to the NFL. So we all thought the Bills were going to run away with this, and now that you know that the Jets are in contention. The Dolphins, it's kind of like it's it's going to be very, very tight coming down these, you know, back half of the season. Now, now I want to see what happens these next few games, because there's a lot of concern for each team. And I'm going to and I'm going to tell you about my concerns for these teams. Now, for uh, the Buffalo Bills. Now, I think that they're. I want to say I I their offense is really really good. You know, they they didn't show it that much on on the the Jets game, but they do have that high powered offense um but they're lacking that good running game and their defense right now is kind of suspect. You know, they've been giving a, a, a away a lot of points, giving up a lot of points and you're kind of seeing I feel like the offense is kind of pressing at times. Um, and this is my observation. You can, again, throw it in the chat, whatever you want to. But, again, this is my observation. Then you go to the Jets. And now people say, hey, the Jets, the Jets can take over this thing. But my thing with the Jets is, yes, the Jets have a really, really good defense. I, w- I won't say great, but they have a really damn good defense. But their offense is very suspect. They don't have playmakers on, you know, uh, on the outside. They lost their big playmaker and their running back, Reese Hall. So he's gone for the year. And now you're just you're counting on Zach Wilson to basically win you almost every game. And I don't think they can get it done. Now they got it done versus Buffalo. Yes, I get that. But when teams they had to rely on the turnovers. And this is one thing I had, you know, it comes up to to me because look at Dallas last year. We relied on turnovers most of, you know, basically almost every game so we can put out people, won by a lot. But when it came to the playoffs, we didn't get that turnover that we needed and we needed versus the 49ers. And look what happened. 49ers beat us and they beat us by a good margin. I don't think the Jets can have the offensive firepower to keep up with a Buffalo or Miami. Now we go to the Miami Dolphins side. 
The only concern I have with the Miami Dolphins is their defense. And talking about their back half of the defense. Yes, I get it. You know, Justin Fields is a great runner. (laughs) I mean, he makes wonders. And I think he's a better runner than Jalen Hurts. Uh, But Justin Fields, and we, look, I get it, Miami fans. We Cowboys just went through this, you know, a week prior and saw Justin Fields run all over us, uh, you know, on scramble drills and so on and so forth. But my thing is the secondary. And I know a lot of people are out injured and, and so on and so forth. They might be getting some people back. But that's my only concern. And I think that the Dolphins kind of address it, address that issue with Bradley Chubb as my last podcast, which think, you know, saying that, with Bradley Chubb, it's going to be less time for the these people in the pocket. Now, I think the next few opponents for the Dolphins, I believe they're pocket passers. So, I, I you know I got to look on I, I got to look it up, but I'm pretty sure they're pocket passers. So it's gonna be, we're gonna see how it is. I think the Dolphins, kind of like the Cowboys, kind of struggle with mobile mobile quarterbacks. Um, they kind of want somebody like you know right there. I think every team wants that, but um, but I think the Dolphins do uh, struggle with more mobile quarterbacks, but. That's what thing the thing is that back half of the defense is my only concern for for the Dolphins. I do I do think they do a good job at the run stopping, but their corners sometimes, you know, Xavier Howard gets burned here and there. Um, you know, all their, you know, I wish I had JC on here so I can he can name all the damn fucking players, but unfortunately I don't I don't have them and I can't get off the top of my mind. So to me with when this comes down to is I do think that the Miami Dolphins might surprise a lot of people and actually win the AFC East. I'm telling you, it, it might come down to those final weeks with, you know, Buffalo and Miami. Now, look, uh, it it's what Miami is one game out. You never know what's going to happen. They still have if they win that that next uh, meeting with Buffalo and they they tie uh, they tie to go into you know the final week. Miami holds a tiebreaker because of because of uh, beating them in the regular season. So Buffalo might want to watch out. This is this is very very uh, scary time for the Buffalo fans because I think Miami should be playing loose as a goose. All right, loose as a goose because Miami they they can pass the ball. They have weapons at every position. I think they. Do need to do a little bit better job in a run game, call a little bit more runs because I think Raheem Moser and now Jeff Wilson Jr. can get the job done. I think they're I I want to say they're they're a better running team than they show. Um because they, I feel like they got the you know, kind of like the Kellen Moore syndrome that they don't like to run as much. Um so when they get a little more pass happy, um I see that's what uh you know this offense and McDaniel's uh is is doing right now is getting a lot of pass happy. Um and they need to get stick to the run. And when I see them have runs, you know, uh Miami Dolphins have runs, it is explosive runs. So they need to stick with that. Um but yeah, no, it, it's I this AFC East, I think it's gonna come down to the last few weeks. And I do think that the Dolphins might surprise people. And and pull it off, you know. Again, we were thinking, hey, Buffalo should run off with this division, but it hasn't happened that way. You know, Miami can thank the Jets for you know taking a game from them. If Miami takes one uh, a, a little bit later on in the season, it's going to benefit from Miami. 
Tua needs to, you know, I think the schedule kind of benefits uh, Miami and 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 as into the fact that if it goes down to the wire, Miami can't pull this off. Or hey, look, if anything, Miami could be a top seed in in a wild card and host a uh, host a playoff game. Or actually, they won't host a playoff game, but they can. Uh, they will be a top seed in in a wild card and make the playoffs. So, I. I don't know. It's you you guys let me know what you guys think. It, does Miami have a chance? Do the Jets have a chance? Or is is this Buffalo's division no matter what? So um, but that's all for today's podcast. I will be traveling um for to South Carolina. I will actually it's almost gonna be a, I'm I feel like I'm gonna be a hurricane hunter because I'll be going uh traveling to South Carolina a little bit before this uh, hurricane slash uh, tropical storm will be hitting us. So uh, wish me luck. I'm going off to a wedding. Hopefully we can, uh, I don't know if we're going to be posting uh, next week uh, on the podcast, but we'll see if I can sneak one on there. If we got some little dull time, sneak one on there. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out. Hey, if you're on YouTube, you're on Twitch. If you're on all these major platforms, please subscribe to the channel, like the page, like the video. It helps me out a lot. Um, and check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It helps me out a lot. I love doing this. I love talking sports with you guys. Just a brief, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, this one's uh, going to probably run a little 20 minutes. So I love talking sports with you guys. And please check us out. And thank you for your support. And we'll catch you on the next episode.